What's up, Neck Nation? This is Kit James. Austin Davis. Hey, we're uh, here doing another podcast, beginning of the new year. I mean, we've already done a podcast beginning of the new year, but it's yeah. still the beginning of the new year. It's still the beginning, brother. And uh, we're going to talk about believing in ourselves. We're going to talk about a lot of things, but you know what? When you set goals and you set out with a new year and a clean slate and, and you're ready to rip and run and hit fifth gear and, you know, motivated to to make all your dreams come true or at least make this year worth worth living, um, accomplish some of your dues and your goals, you always start out strong, right? Always, and, yeah. And so I think um, Austin and I just sitting there thinking, what's our biggest Achilles heel? And then uh, it kind of came down to believing in yourself is a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. In fact, there was a, this is something that I've struggled with my whole life, Kit, is believing in myself and thinking that I have what it takes to accomplish you know, my goals or be able to provide for my family. Like I have these conversations with my wife all the time about the lack of belief that I have in my abilities and, and my desire and my passion and that type of stuff. But there was a, a book that I, I recently read called uh, the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse. Right. And I think it was kind of popular. It's kind of gaining some popularity. Um, but in there, there's a page where the boy is talking to this horse. Right. And the boy says, you know, sometimes um, I think that you believe in me more than I believe in myself. And the horse says, don't worry, you'll catch up. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I thought, you know, what a great message, because that's something that I can relate to, because I feel like there's people around me who believe in me more than I believe in myself. And that's that's really important. Right. When we talk about what's going to happen for each of us over the next year. Right. Yeah. We do set these goals. We start out with some ambition and, uh, you know, if you're, if you're going to the gym, the first two months of the year are going to be your best two months and then you're going to find excuses not to go. But if you can surround yourself, like if, if you, if you have these issues, like I do with belief in yourself, which, you know, a lot of us do, and, uh, you know, you're, you're not alone, but if you can surround yourself with people who believe in you more than you do, yeah, that'll rub off and you yeah. can feed on that. Right. And eventually you will catch up, and those are the kind of people you got to surround yourself with if you want to accomplish here in 2024. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think everybody deals with that, and people think just when they get to know me, they think, oh, man, he don't deal with that. But the truth is when I grew up um, uh, in during the time when interest rates were 18%, my dad was a real estate agent. So. <sighs> There wasn't a lot of houses no, being sold no. back then. It was right? hard time, and so it was tough times. And and um, you know there was a lot of change, and so much change that I went to four different junior highs. Yeah. Right, that's a lot of junior highs to go to. That's a lot. Dude. One of them was my fault, but <laughs> so we'll say three. There right? you go. <laughs> I was asked not to come back. <laughs> I guess you can't pick on the bully at every school. Right? There you go. You can't yeah. fight back at every school. Yeah, not in the city anyway. No, but <clears throat> so. Long story short, it, when, you know, being 50 years old, if you look back, you know, uh, 40 years ago, there was kind of a, a step, like a box that you'd check. You got to do this, check, you know, and it wasn't really put on by your parents or anyone else. It was more of a society thing or an acceptance thing. You do this, you go to college, bidi, 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 right? Yeah. And you follow this stuff. And so I always looked at it like, yeah, I'm going to do all them things, but the more I got going and the more, I mean, I just had more fifth gear than I had anything else. I just wanted to go. Yeah. I was like that horse, right? I'm like, dude, everyone else can catch up. I'm going. Yeah. I'm, 
you know, learn to read or not, I'm going to, I'm going to read their lips, dude. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to go. Yeah. And so the truth is I was probably the, if you had to deem and you look back and looking back's healthy sometimes to, to figure out, you know, um, that it's not, that it's not good to judge or it's not good to beat yourself up or to look at your accomplishments, et cetera. Because at a certain time in high school, um, I would be, if, if someone had to vote, I'd be the most likely to, to not succeed. Right. Right. And yeah. when I went and took my aptitude test um, to go into college, she's like, oh, you'd be a really good bus driver or whatever. Back then they'd say, <laughs> here's the jobs that. That you could do. Yeah. Yeah. That you could just be thinking about in your career and as you yeah. go to school and, or garbage man, and be, 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 da, be, all yeah. these, you know, things. And I'm just like, well, frick, there ain't nothing wrong with the bus driver. Ain't nothing wrong with none of those. And, the way she was doing it, I just told her, I said, you know what? I need a refund. And then I said, I'm going to come back and buy this college. I'm going to fire you because you don't tell nobody that. And I, yeah. I gave it to her, right? And that's my nickname was Hyper Diaper. And that was, I'd just, tell, I'd just say what I think. And I still yeah. do. But I was a little bit more hyper yeah. back then. So I told that nice counselor, I said, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right? And and so I started just to develop these these things these people when they would say those things like hey this is all you're gonna be good for you got to be careful who you say that to yeah right and oh, still yeah. it would motivate me to prove them wrong now is that the wrong reason to go try to you know become something probably yeah but anything it's not the it's, best but it is a reason right yeah. yeah but whether it's inspiration or desperation use it to fuel you right yeah. and and so i would use these things to fuel me and and looking back i mean Right before I met my wife, there was a girl that that I was dating, and we were getting real serious and talking marriage, and she was talking marriage, and so I decided, you know what, she's taking me to her. I met her parents, I met everybody. We're getting serious. I get, you know, yeah, I got a probably a better introduced to my family, and so, anyways, long story short, as we're talking about those boxes, her and I, I told her, I said, man, I got a really good job, and I got this, and I got that, and I have goals. Yeah. And I don't know that I'm going to check this next box. Radio silence, dude. I call her next day, phone, beep, no, wouldn't answer, right? She just stopped talking to me just like that. Oh, man. Right? And so my best friend growing up was married to his, they were cousins, was married to her cousin. And so, I don't know, there's 15 years later, um, I took my best friend and his family. Their kids were about the same age as ours to to Lake Powell and I noticed his wife over taking all these pictures doing all the stuff and sending them and giggling and I'm like what are you doing she goes I'm sending them to my cousin and I'm like oh okay and she's like you should never judge anybody is what I'm saying I'm like okay <laughs> I, I see what you're doing yeah but it's anyways it's interesting because you can never judge a book by the cover right yeah how they grew up where they came from uh, whether they got good grades, because the truth is the power within every one of us, it's there. Yeah. We just have to tap into it. Right. Yeah. And believe in ourselves. And the thing is, Austin, like when you say um, that's one of the things you struggle with, if you take a minute and look back at the things you've accomplished, I mean, you're living one of your dreams today that you dreamt 10 years ago. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're living one of your prayers you prayed. You're living one of your dreams that you dreamed. And so, but we, we, we forget about it when we get there and we get comfortable in that position, right? 
Yeah. And so I think it's good to go because if you looked at those positives, because there's a lot that you've accomplished, right? In in a short amount of time. Yeah. And there's something when you have to turn around a ship, dude, and you gotta swing the sail to the other side, I mean you've done it, bro. Yeah. You swung the sail to the other side, right? And and that sail took the hit and you said, Nope, we're off course, man. We're going back this way and and you've made a lot of change in a, in a short amount of time. So if you start stacking those blocks and those bricks, all of a sudden you start seeing a house. You know what I mean? And you can sure. And and I think it's healthy to do that, but not just to believe in yourself, but to also believe that you deserve it. And I think that's what we're really talking about. Yeah. Right? Is because if you look at all the things you've accomplished and, and whoever's listening, look at all the things you've accomplished. You can start to believe in yourself, but then you have to go to that next step, which is believe that you deserve it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I personally think that one's the easiest one because, I mean, we live in America, bro. Everybody There's deserves it. There's man. opportunity everywhere, right? Yeah. If you're living, breathing, and you're here, you deserve it. Yeah. You just have to. You got to work for it. Yeah. You got to go get it. But I think that is the hardest thing for all of us is to believe that we deserve it, right? Yeah. yeah. And then there was a point in my life where that with being an entrepreneur, there's ups and downs. I mean, there's big ups and there's big downs that come with it as well. Sure. And there is a period in my life where I was there, I was at an extreme down and somebody I was talking to somebody on the phone and my wife says, honey, why don't you just be honest with them? I said, what do you mean? She goes, you told them you're doing good and everything's good. And how are you? And blah, blah, blah. I, said, I am doing good. She goes, babe, we're broke. And I said, whoa, time out. We ain't broke. Yeah. We're temporarily out of money. Yeah. She goes, what the heck's the difference? I said, broke, babe. Broke is you've lost your attitude. You've lost your drive. You've, you've lost it all. That's broke. Yeah. We're temporarily out of money. Yeah. We just out of money for a minute. Yeah. That's a difference. Yeah. There's a big difference because you can go get it back. Yeah. Right. And I said, did I inherit any of it? She goes, no. I said, okay, then I can go do it again. Exactly. And so, um, but during that time in my life, I'm not saying it was that easy. I was talking tough because I was talking to my wife. Right. (laughs) And I did believe that. Right. Because I still had my attitude, but there was a guy that would always call me and say, Hey, how do I write this contract? And I'd say, oh, do it like this and like this. And I'm like, don't you have a broker or an agent that's helping you? And they'd say, yeah. Well, how long has he been in the business? Well, he's been in the business a long time. He's one of the best. And I'm like, well, why are you asking me? me? Yeah. He's like, well, because this is complex and this and this. So anyway, I help him through it. I get on the phone with his broker, help him through it. (laughs) And they're like, oh, yeah, that's a good way. Okay. Hey, yeah, thanks, man. And he wasn't that friendly at first. He was just like, dude, I'm bona fide, man. I'm certified. I ain't going to listen to this street rat or whatever your buddy and so because he was the client he listened you know and said okay i'll entertain it but he wasn't that friendly and and then when we got done with the call he's like um super nice and and it all worked out and so i go home that day and and i'm just feeling like during this time when i'm temporarily out of money but yet i'm helping all these other people i'm like you it crosses your mind am i you know do i believe in myself yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, these guys call me for help, but are they just, do they believe in me more than I believe in myself? And you have yeah. to really, I mean, it doesn't matter where you're at in life. You don't just get there and go, I believe in myself the rest of my life. Dude, it's a daily thing. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. something that we have to fight. Yeah. I like that. In fact, I want to go back to what you said, Kit, when you're talking about the judging a book by its cover, because I think that there's, you know, there's a, a way that 
we normally look at that phrase, right? That, you know, just, you know, based on appearance, you can make a call, but then when you really get to know somebody or get to know something, right, that it's different than it appeared to be. And I think this, the, when we're talking about judge a book by its cover with regard to our belief in ourselves, let's talk about an actual book, right? And the words written inside that book are written by you. Yeah. The words inside my book are written by me. It's true. And the nickname, the words inside your book, they're written by you. And those words are your experiences, right? And you said that you've got to look back on your achievements. And, you know, I, I, I don't spend a lot of time looking at my successes. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but for my job, I don't look at things that have gone right. I'm always looking for something that's gone wrong, right? And I'm always trying to, to figure out what's broken so I can fix it. I don't look at what's working good, right? right. And so, and I've tried to tell my wife this, but I do the same thing with myself, She's like, you know, why don't you ever recognize the good things about yourself? And I just like, I'm not trained. I'm not trained to look at the good things about me. I'm trained to look at the problems, to look at the issues, and then to fix them, right? And that's, I'll be honest with you, I mean, real talk right here, kid. That's, that's kind of been a detriment uh, to me and my mental health throughout my life, right? Where I'm constantly focused on the things that I think are wrong about me. Yeah. And not acknowledging the things that are good. But every once in a while, or or more often than not, I need to pick up that book, yeah. right? Regardless of what the cover looks like. I know what the cover looks like. Nick Nation, you know what the cover of your book looks like. You just got to remember who's the author. You're yeah. Right. And I got to read the pages, dude. I got to see the accomplishments. I got to see how far I've come, right? Yeah. Regardless of Regardless of what the cover of that book looks like. There's good things that have happened, right? Yeah. And we've got to look back on those. I love that. I love that thought. There's great things that have happened. And sometimes I think it's healthy to see, um, you know, when people say something about your compliment, you say something good about you um, and they're genuine about it. <clears throat> and you, you almost have to go, you know what? You can see yourself through other people that are close to you's eyes. Yeah. Like as a parent. If I could tell my kids anything, you know, when they're scared of starting a new job or starting something or the beginning of anything. I mean, we're all scared at the beginning of anything. We have butterflies, even if we're excited about that thing that we're a little bit scared about. But that's when a parent, you know, being a parent, you just go, man, if you knew what what I knew about you. Right. And I think we have to put those eyes on, whether it's through the eyes of our creator and, and see ourselves through through their eyes or through our parents' eyes or through those that are around us because yeah. they see from the outside looking in those good things. And then there's times in your life where you have to say, discount what, what people say, right? Yeah. And and I think that's the, the challenge is knowing when to hit mute and when to really let something seek in and, and, and believe it, right? Yeah. Because it helps. It does help. And, and sometimes that's why I think counselors or whatever – from an outside perspective can shed light where lights, you know, where, where it might be dark. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so I think it's, I don't think it's just you. It's, I think it's everybody. It's me. It's everybody. It's a daily battle, but going back and and not just looking at your successes, but your wins, even the small wins, um, base hits equal a home run. You know what I mean? Those small things are the big things still, even when you're, when you're believe trying to, you know, find that belief in yourself and you can believe in yourself and go on a run. I mean, you can go nine innings, dude, and just play flawlessly. But guess what? There's always an end, right? Yeah. 
all good things come to an end. And we were, I was just talking to my wife about this and it's like when the kids went to kindergarten, she cried and she's like, Oh, they're leaving. They're going to school. And then they graduate from high school. She'd, she'd cry. And I, that's an emotional thing, right? It's cool. It's okay to cry. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, when you sell a house, you cry or this or something to transition. And I started thinking about that. And, and I'm not saying that I didn't either. I just wore my sunglasses inside. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think sometimes we cry when things come to an end and we should smile that we were there when they happened. Right. Yeah. So you're saying I need to train my, I need to train and look at my wins and look at the accomplishments and, and those just become habits, right? Yeah. It's just kind of a thing that we learn to do. And it's real easy to find the faults, right? And to Always. look at the things negative. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's just so much easier to go down that road. Um, but instead of crying that maybe something's over, we can smile and say, man, I'm glad that happened. Yeah. That I was a part of it. Yeah. Right? That I was a part of his life this long. Or... Um, that we had the opportunity to live in this beautiful home and now we're going to move on to a new chapter of our life or whatever it is, yeah. right? And and I think that those our habits equal our future. And so getting into that way of thinking, of looking at our wins and looking at the positives is not just a you know positive thinking thing. It's a positive evaluation thing um, that will help us build that belief. Yeah, yeah. And that goes back to kind of maybe what we were saying last time, right, was is this idea of joy in the journey, which is, you know, if you spend your whole life looking forward to the end, right, or to the outcome of whatever it is, this is, you know, you've lost your life in living, you've missed out on the opportunity to be happy, right? The happiness doesn't come at the end, right? Right. Happiness, you got to find happiness. There's accomplishment that comes at the end, right? Yeah. Or, or there's, you know, there's satisfaction that comes at the end. But if you're not happy on your way there, right, you, yeah. you've missed it. You've missed the boat. You've missed the point. Yeah. And I think that happiness also helps us to, it certainly would help me to, to have a belief in myself, right? If I was doing something all the time and I was, I was happy about it, I was positive about it, that would reinforce that attitude for me. And that's really kind of like building healthy habits, Right. That's one way, um, and I've read these things right, but applying them in my life has been <laughs> been a different story. But you know, having healthy habits, right, is, yeah. is supposedly you're supposed to be a way to to help you better believe in yourself. And so, for you know, a guy like me who was eating out, you know, seven days a week uh, with the family, and it wasn't no healthy food, dude. We weren't. <laughs> it tastes good, but it wasn't healthy. <laughs> it it tastes good, but it wasn't healthy. So maybe eating a banana a day or an apple a day was like a win, dude. There's yeah. a healthy habit. Yeah. Replace one of them freaking McDonald's hamburgers with an apple, right? Right. And, and there's a small win. There's a healthy habit or, or working out. My wife will tell you the, the times in my life where I've, I've dedicated time to working out and becoming a a more healthy individual has just been better for me all the way around. And everybody says that and any paper you read or article you read will say that, but you know, that, that really has been my experience, but committing yourself to doing that, that's hard, man. It's hard. Right. And and then I've noticed with my son, when he gets to a point where it's his happy place to work out because it makes him feel good. Yeah. And that motion of physical exercise equals emotion. Yeah. And his emotions are better, you know, when he works out. And I used to always say, dude, you, you know, you're going to be a gym rat or what? 
Yeah. You going to work at the dollar store and be a gym <laughs> yeah. rat? What are you going to, you know what, what I mean? What are you doing? And, and if that was his happy place, I'd say, yeah, go for it. But I, I always just give him a hard time. I'm like, you can go there and get strong, but you're either born tough or you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't go there and get tough. Yeah. You can go there and get strong. Life so, will toughen you up. Yeah. And so as I give him a hard time, I noticed that, man, when he was down, he would go to the gym and he'd work out. Or when he was feeling it, he would go work out. And I think you get to that point where you said uh, commit and just keep going. You get He's got to that point where he don't want to miss. Yeah. It's it's opposite. Now it, it pulls him there, right? Yeah. And he is a better him when he's working out. And yeah. and I think there's something about that. That that motion, that physical motion equals emotion. And and, and it, that's probably why one of the healthiest things to do is it doesn't just affect you physically, it affects you mentally as well. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm I'm thinking about here when I talk about, you know, this lack of belief in myself being a detriment. And I go back to think about, you know, <laughs> If I had just, if, if I could just figure it out, right. And, and like you said, all of us struggle with this, right. So if we could all just figure this out, right. All, all the things that I could do or could have done. Right. But then you start thinking about that and then you're like, oh man, well, no, I missed out. And you kind of spiral downward again. Right. And it's not about all the things that you could have done. It's, it, it can't be about all the things that you could have done. It's about all the things that you're going to do. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the belief in yourself. The best times in your life right now are yet to come. Are yet to come. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we have to look forward to you. Cause looking back, you can't fix it in reverse. Yeah. Right. You can learn from it. Yeah. But you can't fix it. Yeah. So I think it's just getting out of our own way really. Yeah. And focusing on the future. And if and if we want our future to be bright, we need to change our habits today. And that's one habit at a time because our habits do equal our future. And th- those are also those preconditioned things where we go straight to the bottom and, and start, you know, finding what's wrong with us instead of what's right with us. Yeah. And even in a relationship, in that relationship with yourself, I mean, the left side's talking to the right side. And you're, you got that battle. Everybody has the battle within but the external relationships with your spouse or your significant other or anyone else um, that matters to you, it's the same thing, right? It's, yeah. it's uh, focusing on what they do right and, instead of what they do wrong. It applies to ourselves. It, it applies outwardly, right? And, I mean, I was just having this conversation with a buddy of mine, and I'm like, bro, it's super simple. I thought it was common sense. I'm like, how many things did this dude do wrong? He was 10. How many did he do right? One. Okay. Lead with the one, man. Yeah. Lead with the one. Say, hey, I really was proud of you today. You did this right. And I go, I know you're pissed, dude. You want to just go, hey, look, you're, you're clean it up. You're buddy. 10, you're 10 to 11. But, yeah. and sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. But why don't you just try to lead with the one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Leading with the 10 didn't work. Exactly. So tomorrow's a new day when the sun comes up, lead with the one. Lead with the one and do that with yourself. Right? Yeah. I mean, this is me talking it not, and I need to apply it again, but you know. If you say it out loud, you'll apply it, bro. Yeah. Because we got it on record. We got it, yeah. <laughs> I'm accountable now, right? So, but, uh, and that's something that my wife said. She was, we were having a conversation the other day and she's like, you know what? I, I think about myself and she's like, I love myself. I love who I am. And if somebody doesn't like that or doesn't like me, whatever, then that's their problem, right? That doesn't change how I feel about myself. And I'm like, gosh, dude, I wish I'm like, I don't understand that. That doesn't compute with me. Like, I don't, I don't get that. If somebody 
somebody doesn't like something about me, then that's something that I need to fix, right? That's what goes through my yeah. head. And she's like, I'm just not that way. But if we can lead with the positive, right? If you can lead with the good and then maybe talk about something that needs to be fixed, if it really needs to be fixed, just because somebody says something, somebody else says something is broken about you doesn't mean it's actually broken, right? right? That's just their opinion, right? Yeah. And and like you say, they can take it, shove it, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but leading with the positive, right? Yeah. That's my wife tells me, and she's like, you just got to wake up and say something nice about yourself every day. Yeah. Because you never do, right? Yeah, do and, it. Uh, no, yeah. She's right. Yeah, she is. And, and the fact of the matter is, I told my kids growing up, because I learned at a young age, going to a bunch of different schools, having a weird name, you know, during that time, my name wasn't David or Joe or Scott or yeah. Ryan or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, and when you go to, when you're the new kid, a bunch of different schools, bro, you just meet the big curly redheaded bully right out of the gate. There just, he is. I mean, he's like a magnet for the new <laughs> kids with the weird name. Right? Yeah. And so if I listen to what all the mean things that people would say, I remember being at the bus stop, dude, and. And you know the first day of school when you're at the bus stop? Oh, yeah, dude, the shoe store. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, dude, if I listen, and I would just turn it around like a game. Like, here I am. I'll tell it again for those who haven't heard it, but I'm standing at the bus stop, and I didn't have new shoes and a new pair of pants. Yeah. And everybody standing there looked like they work at a hospital. White, white kids <laughs> on, you know, sneakers. Looked like their, their 501 jeans have been ironed, you know what I mean? Yeah. And still had the crease, and they're wearing their new stuff, and they're making fun of me why I wasn't wearing my new stuff. And I'm like, dude, you can't ever wear your new stuff the first day. That's what everybody does. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I'm different. Yeah. I've got new shoes. I got new, you know, they ain't floods. I got all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But guess what? Look here. I ain't wearing it the first day and looking like all you monkeys. Yeah. Next day, dude, parents were pissed at me because their kids did not want to wear their new clothes <laughs> yeah, to school. Right? Wearing the old stuff. So, but I used to tell my kids all the time, I said, look, man, if someone's talking bad about you, that means you're doing something right. Yeah. And you have to adapt that. You have to, you have to, you have to just adopt that at a young age because the truth is not everyone's going to agree. Even if they do agree, they're not going to say it out loud. Yeah. And, and my wife's the same way because she's an interior designer and she is one of those interior designers that listens to the client's ideas and then puts them to like, wants to do what they have in their head. Sure. Wants to get it out of their head and actually you know, put it on, create that. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was this one um, job and it was in a highfalutin community, couple million dollar condo. And he's like, man, I can't figure out why this house won't sell. And he goes, I got the, the name, the, the interior decor company that has the name up here. I done all these things and it won't sell. And, and I'm like, well, I mean, is your agent marketing it like this and that? He's like, yeah. I said, let me, Let's just put a fresh set of eyes on it. And so I had my wife come up. I said, hey, just out, out of curiosity, why do you think this house don't sell? She goes, that color right there um, um, does something to this other color. And you don't see this. You don't see that. Blah, blah, blah. A couple little changes in this house would be clean and you'd, they'd sell it. Yeah. I'm like. It's that simple. Well, <laughs> why, why don't we just tell the dude? And she, oh, no, I don't want to do. I said, well, you just spit it out with utter confidence exactly what you think, right? Yeah. And she goes, yeah, but that's my opinion. And I'm like, it don't matter. The dude's desperate. And she goes, no, I don't want to do it. So I went back to the dude and I said, all right, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I think my wife can do it. I'll pay for all the changes out of my own pocket. 
but I want 10%. So there's, you got no risk, man. He goes, done. Let's go. Nice. Well, I told my wife, I said, he just, he'll pay whatever. Right. I didn't tell her we're paying for it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So we're, this is the deal. And he just, he's desperate and she's like, okay, I'll help him. So she goes and does it. And this whole tour of agent shows up and they all loved it. There was like 70 people that came through and one of them hated it. Bro, I'm talking 69 people liked it. Yeah. And just said nothing but positive. Wow, the changes are amazing. It opens this up and makes this feel bigger and all these things, right? Cleaner and and crisper and, and, and the house ended up selling a month later. But during that month, this one lady, the one lady, and I'm just like, let me see the comment. I go, who is this lady? And who cares? Look at your batting average. Yeah. 69 said it's dope. One says it's not. That means that one's the dope. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. Oh, it bothered her. Yeah, dude, I'm the same way. And so when I look closer, I'm like, I know why. She's like, why? I go, it's the agent that's listed the condo that can't sell it that said she doesn't agree with it. I go, she needs an out. Yeah. If she can't sell it, it's on her. You're her out. Yeah. That's the only reason she don't like it. If you got the if you if you gave her a drink of truth serum, she'd probably say she liked it. But not everybody's gonna like it anyway. Yeah. Right? So anyways, it tore her up and then it sold and and I said, that's but that's why. You have to identify why, right? Yeah. Why someone says something is probably because that's their insecurity. Right. Yeah. If they say, Hey, Austin, you da 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 da, right? Well that if you really did the research it's because they don't have the confidence or this or that to do that, and they're just jealous or, or, you know. Usually when someone says something negative, it's something that is inside of them that reflects on them more than it reflects on the person they're saying it about. And so I think learning that at a young age and trying to teach my kids that, and, I mean, it doesn't work all the time, but it's in the yeah. back of their mind, right? It's programmed, and so at the right time of their life, they'll they'll have to reach back there and grab it and use it. But it's still – it's still something you have to learn whether you've been taught that your whole life or not. Yeah. Sooner or later you, you learn it whether it's at a young age or an older age, you learn that the truth is if, if you're doing everything right, you're going to have some naysayers. You're going to have someone talking. And when people were talking bad about me, I freaking love it, dude. It means I'm on the right track. Yeah. And if you don't have anyone talking bad about you, then speed up. Yeah. I like that. And maybe that, um, Maybe that that's not only true for for people on the outside saying things to you, right? The comments that you get or the feedback that you get, whatever it is. But if if you're saying those things to yourself, maybe you are on the right track, right? You just need to say more positive things to yourself. But if you got you got to say both for sure. Gotta, <laughs> yeah, you need to say more of the positive than you do the negative. But if people say negative things about you because they're jealous because you know, you've got something that they don't, or it's their own insecurities, right? This is, this is probably a wake up call where if you do that to yourself, you've got other, you've got other things going on, right? You've got confidence issues. You've got a, you haven't found your why issues. You've got a, you know, you're, you're not working on becoming issues, right? These types of things. And, And it could be a bit of a wake up call. I know it is for me. I mean, we've been talking about this stuff for a year, kid, and yeah. developing these habits and, and just like everybody else listening here, you know, we don't have this stuff figured out. We're no. just talking about it because yeah. we've got to do it too, right? Yeah. We're just normal Joes 
normal Austin, normal kit here, yep. talking about these things that, you know, pretty much we all know, yeah. but we need to hear and we need to work on, right? Yeah. And these come from our experiences. And the one thing that's so yeah. valuable is your experience. And and even if you do have one thing figured out, you're lacking somewhere else. And that's a beautiful thing about this life, man, is growth and figuring it out and learning yeah. and, and being able to help somebody or lean on somebody for help. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good. Well, I think that's a good message, Kit. You know, it, it's it important is the beginning one, of the that's year. That's for sure. Yeah. And we've got to believe in ourselves. We've got to figure out how to do that, right? Whether it's developing healthy habits, for sure, surrounding yourself with people who believe in you more than you do if you struggle with it, yep. right? If you struggle with it, you got to surround yourself with the right people. And remember, the conversations you have with yourself are so vital. I mean, we've talked yeah. about a lot. We know that, but the truth is your brain doesn't know the difference between fact and fiction. It only knows program. So when we're beating ourselves up on certain things, man, that's what it's programming, right? Yeah. And so yep. what we think about, we bring about. We just need to make sure we're programming the right things. Yeah. So yep. and believe is be live, right? Be live. Yeah. So enjoy. Enjoy yep. the journey, right? right. Figure exactly. it out. So Awesome. Well, we'll leave you with that message, Nick Nation. Hopefully you enjoyed that and get something out of it. Be sure to like and share this video, right? Share this with your friends. Share this with your family. Share this with your social network. Um, post it to your Facebook. Post it to your Instagram, whatever. Let's get this. Uh, let's get these messages out to yeah. other people who need to hear it, right? Um, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and then also go to www.neckroots.com, right? Because yeah. there's, a, there's a whole new shopping experience there. There's some new product there, some some new uh, clothing designs and, yeah. and stuff like that. It's uh, pretty good stuff. If it yeah. fits your fancy, check it out. It's cool. We think it's cool, but yeah. the fact that you're here and you're listening, you're building yourself, and that's what matters most. So yeah. we appreciate it. We appreciate it. So we'll, uh, we'll leave you with that. Bless up, Neck Nation. Bless up.